Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, usually movies or TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Jami. For this episode, we are going to be talking about the 19th. The 19th. Is uh, it 19? Really? I believe it's 19th. Oh. The 19th Pixar movie, Coco. Hold on, let me look at the list. Because uh, uh, just FYI preview, we're going to do uh, the top 10 uh, Pixar movies after this. So I lit, I printed out all the Pixar movies. I guess it is 19. 19? Coco is 19, I guess. All right. Yeah. Fair remember, uh, Planes doesn't count. Because that's, that's a Disney animation movie. Also, I never saw it. So, yeah, it's a good thing. And uh, short films don't count either. So, yeah. The yeah. 19th full feature length movie by Pixar, Disney. Right now. Well, Pixar. Because this, well, whatever. Anyways, so Coco, uh, mm-hmm. formerly known as Dia de los Muertos. Apparently. Was that the original title? You, you heard about what, what was happened years ago? I know. Actually, I've, I missed it. Oh, what, what happened? So, apparently, like, like I think four or five years ago, Disney trademarked the the the. the they trademarked Dia de los Muertos from the Mexican country. Exactly. So, <laughs> so you know, you know, the, you know what kind of outrage happened, yeah. right? So yeah, they for whatever reason, uh, people found out that Disney trademarked Dia de los Muertos, uh-huh. and they're like, "Is this for a movie?" Yeah. And if it is, then why the heck are you trademarking a Mexican celebration holiday? Yeah. You know, so it's sketchy because it's a general usage word, right? I don't think you can you can trademark something like that. They like, can trademark, but not copyright. Oh, interesting. So All basically, right. the trademark, I guess, is related to the movie. So any, so what they're saying is, any kind of film that's being possibly produced by other studios cannot have this as a title. Is that what you're saying? Um, I guess basically, yeah. like, like let's say, because originally, I guess it wasn't going to be called Coco; it was going to be a different name, mm-hmm. uh, whatever name that is, mm-hmm. and then you could put subtitles "Dia de los Muertos" mm-hmm. trademark. Okay. Right, so basically, if anybody else tries to promote another movie, they can't promote it as Dia de los Muertos yeah. as a trademark, you know, as a subtitle. Whatever. You know what? I don't, I don't sound like a dick, but I'm glad it's Coco because I can't pronounce uh, my Spanish is horrible. I can't pronounce Dia de Dortes, Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, I can't, I can't roll in here. But that's the thing, though. I don't think that was the original title. I think, I think it wasn't going to be Coco either because I know, I know when watching the movie, I'm like, why is it called Coco? Yeah, I mean, it's just the grandma. We hardly ever see her. Yeah, right. So. So it does, yeah. As I was watching the same thing, as I was watching the movie, I had the same thing. Hey, it's named after the great great grandmother. <laughs> all, right, all right, I get it. All but right. I, I guess it's more catchier than Miguel. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it does, but it does feel like yeah. But it feels like Coco was like maybe the third choice. Miguel was like the fifth choice for a title. You know, what I, mean? I would say maybe like Remember Me could be Remember could be another good. title. But Which, then that, that does very um, not very marketable. Yeah. And people think, oh, it says it's a kind of love romance thing. Mm-hmm. Remember me, whatever. Yeah, it's been used in the David Duchovny movie back in the day. Oh, was it really? Yeah, I Remember. know there was also a video game called Remember Me. I think. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, but the I David Duchovny one is the one where his wife dies and her her heart gets transplanted in Mini Driver, I believe. And oh, really? Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's called Remember Me. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So, uh, what did you think? I thought it was good. I was really strong. I mean, overall, it's a very good, uh, very good movie. Well written. Uh, it takes some chances, and at some point, it's like one of those things with the, the plane. I felt it was the plot uh, was like heading into weird directions. Like I don't know how you're gonna pull this off, but it works. And you know what I mean? I'm talking about, of course, the twist of the the singer being his grandfather but not being his grandfather and all great great grandfather and stuff like that. And it, it works. And then the the best part of the movie is the last bit uh, where he uh, the kid sings. Uh, the song to his great, that's great the, That's the uh, the, the tearjerker. Yeah, movie. it's a devastating scene, man. It's yeah. it. My, the theater that I watched it in, everybody was quiet. Everybody was crying and stuff like that. My even my little seven year old nephew was like crying, getting cheered, uh, getting cheered. Out. I was crying. It's a great, great scene. I think it's a very strong movie. It's a very strong entry in uh, Pixar's canon. Yeah, a lot of people are calling it like like this is 
uh, top tier Pixar. This is Pixar at his best once again. It's kind of like a backhanded compliment because yeah. I mean, wow. best again, once again. You know, it's like okay. I mean, they released some movies like Inside Out. I would consider yeah. was their last great movie. And they also released The Good Dinosaur, is what they're saying. <laughs> is what I'm saying, too. Good Dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just going taking a step back, I would say the Pixar movies have been kind of hit and miss the last couple years. Yeah, the last five years, yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, remember, this is their second movie. And the first movie uh, of this year, and the first movie of this year was Cars 3. And, you know, they may really talking about Cars 3 was a good movie, though. Yeah. It was a good yeah, movie. Yeah, but come on. But nobody should be talking about it. But, yeah, it's, it's a good movie. Um, when did you figure out? That that the uh, Hector was actually his grand his great great grand. I had no. Oh, you did. I had no clue uh, until, I mean, her, her, I'm trying to remember. I, I where did I figure it out? I didn't figure it out until maybe they, they uh they revealed it. I think because I I just here's my train of thought. My whole thing was like when I saw when the Hector says you know hey. Throw this guy away. I, I killed. I killed the, the, my partner and throw my great great grandson into the pit and stuff. I thought, wow, Pixar's taking a real chance. They're really. <laughs> they're gonna make this. They're making me the great great grandson a, 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 a real bad guy. And like I said, I didn't pick it up until the big reveal. Actually, oh really? What, what, what okay, okay. For me, it was as soon as I found out he can play guitar. Oh okay. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, at first, I'm like, okay, he's just some some vagabond, you know, kind of yeah. like. Basically, every Pixar movie has to have that character, like Bing Bong, mm-hmm. for example, who 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 the main lead is supposed to have a. a Emotional attachment to, mm-hmm. and potentially he's gonna die or mm-hmm. something like that, yeah. right? And that that would that would like catapult our main character to the ending, to the last act, sure. right? So I thought that was just him. That was mm-hmm. just gonna be okay. He's gonna be that guy. Mm-hmm. And then in the beginning it was like, oh, I, I don't play guitar, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'll cut, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. As soon as soon as it was revealed, you can play guitar. Yeah, I'm like, huh. Well, Interesting. If, you, if you've seen other movies in the past, maybe he's actually the granddad. Yeah. Because <laughs> I even I even whispered to my wife like when I was watching, like I, I think he's actually his his granddad, and not the other guy. Hey, honey, they're doing bait, bait and switch here, man. Yeah, Pixar's doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess if I think it's one, of those, yeah, for me it's one of those things where when I look back on the movie, you realize, oh, they had all the clues in there. You know what I mean? Because the two characters, the grandfather, uh, the real real great great grandfather, and the wife didn't meet at the beginning. You know what I mean? Yep. They're kind of separate, and you, there is that that spirit animal that pointed him. Co- I mean, Miguel towards his great great grandfather. That, that was that was yeah. after the uh, the co- the competition. Right. But by then, I was already having yeah. in my mind that, oh, he's the granddad, and the dog even just And then, uh, but the thing is, oh, uh, I, I read this online, I didn't pick this up, but one of the earlier clues, uh, did you pick this up? When the, there's a picture of the guitar, right? That right. the his great-grandfather used, it was stolen from him, and it had one of the, the picture of the skull is in the head of the guitar, right? It had the gold, gold tooth and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And the guy, What's his great great grandfather's real name? Hector. Hector has a gold teeth and stuff like that. No, I did not pick that up. So, yeah, so that's, that's that a, I did not pick up. That's something that they they planted in uh, at the beginning, and then yeah. it's one of the things you have to really really pay attention. I, to I thought it was a little suspicious yeah. that first off the head is cut off. Yeah. Admittedly, plot wise, is because the mom, the grand, the, yeah. the grandma didn't like her, so cut the head. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that when she when he showed the picture about of um, what's the guy's name, the guitar guy. Oh, oh, the guy that uh, he thought was the granddad. Oh, uh, Bella Cruz or something. Bella, last name is Bella Cruz, I think. Okay, oh. when we thought it was him, mm-hmm. um, he showed the picture to Hector in half. Uh-huh. He didn't show yeah. the whole picture; just showed up, showed up half of the picture. Oh, okay. So, like, well, that's awfully suspicious, yeah. right? So, it, it did seem like they were kind of like, like they're really putting hints, mm-hmm. like, hey, by the way, Hector's actually your granddad, yeah, kind of thing. It's uh, Ernesto de la Cruz. There you go. Ernesto. Played by Benjamin Bratt. Yes, I, I recognize the voice, though. I knew it was Benjamin Bratt. He has a very distinct voice and stuff like that. 
And uh, what do you call? just just you just picking up this like it's it's really well written and stuff like that. Everything is sort of tied. Everything kind of like comes in, comes into a kind of a circle. You get a bit through the writing and stuff. You get a real sense of the logic, the w- world building of this world and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. It all kind of all kind of makes sense. It's uh, again, I don't know if you know this, uh, but I'm not Mexican and stuff like that. Yeah. But it seems very respectful of the Mexican culture and stuff like that. It seems like it, but we we can't really okay, judge okay, it because yeah. we don't really know. Yeah. Uh, and I could, t- uh, but I also know that the co-writer co-director is Mexican American. They like brought that. him in because of the controversy yeah exactly. well, yeah he did better and stuff like that <laughs> holy cow man you don't want to you don't do you don't want to do uh what you, you don't want to screw this up man because it does seem like Me- uh, disney is kind of like really making a concerted effort to bring in people of this diversity I, I this movie and plus moana from last year i think are two really good examples of like you know them really kind of immersing themselves uh, in the culture and stuff like that you know what i mean not just have the old dusty white men kind of well, get involved. I, I would argue that it's yeah. a half measure because they're still directed by white people. Yeah. Right? I mean, th- like I said, they brought in, uh, what's his face, uh, the Mexican director, mm-hmm. to this as a reaction to the outrage sure. towards the, the trademark dealers. Well, I would say thing. this, though. He, he's, if that didn't happen, would, yeah. they, ha- would they have done that? Also, but the thing is, he, he is from in-house and stuff like that. You know what I mean? He's, he's always been working in Pixar. and so He has a history there. And so It's yeah. like they just randomly just grabbed him off the street and stuff like that. I would take this over something like, um, what's that other movie? Cobra? Uh, Co- Co- uh, Kobu and the Two Strings. Well, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I liked that uh, movie a lot, but the the white the amount of white talent and white voices in there is is disconcerting. You know what I mean? Just like Moana from last year, at least all the voice I'm talking about just the white talent and stuff like that. A lot of it, I think, all of it's actually Mexican or Mexican American stuff like that. You know what I mean? And I think that's a it's, it's a step in the right direction and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, you know, I, I also gotta say that maybe maybe my my history is kind of off with the director thing because mm-hmm. I think it was the Mexican guy, the Alfred Molina guy, mm-hmm. who was the one who pitched the idea. Yeah, right, he maybe, pitched the yeah. idea, but Lee Ungrich was going to direct it. Right, it was kind of that thing, but then now they just brought him along the way. Yeah, I think I think from what I read, maybe I'm wrong. It's just like yeah, he pitched the idea, and then Lee kind of ran with it. But then as the story progressed, he the guy was promoted. I don't know if it's because of the controversy. Oh, never mind. Here you go. A Wikipedia get it. Uh, yeah. The original idea is by is by Lee Ungrich. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't even the Mexican guy who had the original idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey man, sometimes it. As long as, long as it, whatever the end product is, let's just judge that. I think you know what I mean. In this case, you know what I mean. Fair enough. And and the end product is really good. It's really um, good. The only thing familiar about Dios de los Muertos was the whole part about like honoring them yes. on the Day of the mm-hmm. Dead, and their spirit will come back. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. That I know. All that but stuff. Yeah, yeah. The whole after after world thing. That one I'm not so sure. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not I'm not anything familiar with that. Sure. Because I thought Mexicans are generally Catholics, mm-hmm. Catholic, like yeah. like like I am. You know, right. like Filipinos or whatever. And we don't believe in that afterlife. We oh, believe in the heaven and hell thing, sure. right? So I don't understand why there's a different afterlife. Yeah, in, but then, then you have to. What are you going to do? Bring an angel, bring an angels and stuff like that. Halo. So no, but then, like I said, I'm not that familiar yeah. with the, the yeah. holiday except for the superficial level. So maybe sure. Dia de los Muertos isn't a Catholic thing. Yeah. To, to be to be honest, it doesn't sound like a Catholic thing anyway. Yeah. So it probably harkens back to the even older Mexican yeah. culture. Like uh, like they say in the Game of Thrones, it's maybe it's an old gods that they're talking old about. Gods, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. but I enjoy, whatever it is, however we got there, I, lo- I like the afterlife. I love the world, world building. Their anima- Pixar's animation is obviously 100 steps better, 10 times better. A hundred times better than it's getting better and better. Yeah, it's amazing. All the colors and textures, all the buildings and stuff like that. It looks like it's lived in, uh, you know, part of the expression because it's all dead people and stuff. It's just beautiful to look at. Yeah, you don't, even you find the story a little bit, whatever, kind of coy, whatever. It's beautiful to look at. It's just gorgeous. You know, it is. It is. Like, like, like we're saying, it just gets better.
better and better every year because the technology yeah. and their and their software just gets better. Yeah, better. yet whatever money uh, they make from the movies, they reinvest it and stuff like that. You know, what I mean, they're continually pushing the envelope as far as I animation. Think they said this was either five or seven years in the making. Yeah. It shows. Right. And, it, yeah. and it shows. It shows. I mean, it's almost there are scenes where it looks almost photorealistic, except for the main characters because mm-hmm. it's, it's stylized. Right. And um, also, you mentioned that this, uh, this is a nice story about family and generations and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it, it's it's also it's also about a lineage too and stuff like that because a lot of movies are about family and you know what it means to be family. But this is about uh, family through generations. How one generation affects another one and all that. You know how and also grudges get carried over generations, like three generations. I think this movie covers right. And, I think so. Yeah. yeah and at the end, it's all about forgiveness through time and stuff like that. It's 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 a it's a good story. It's a really interesting and, um, and fun. Uh, but but the, the key song, you know, remember me, which yeah. will probably win the Oscar yes. for best song. It of the should year. Um, if the criteria is like, it does this song make you cry? <laughs> yeah, it should win an Oscar. Yeah. But the, the thing is though is that, that that song itself, I think, describes the actual theme of the movie mm-hmm. is. Don't forget your ancestors. Yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget people. Yeah. And also, I want to point out too another uh, another subset or another uh, theme in the movie is also how music how music affects different people or different uh, groups of people and stuff like that. So remember me. I think it's sung three times throughout the movie. Once by Dela Cruz, the the, the villain, yeah. right? And the thing is, he sings it as a big pop culture song and stuff like that for everybody. You know what I mean? The, it's the it's like a love song. Yeah, yeah it's like a love he, song. He's like a, like a love yeah, yeah, it's song. It's always a big show tune and stuff like that right. too. You know what I mean? Big big crowd uh, pleasing uh, songs and stuff like that. But the other the other two times it's sung, it's actually very personal. You know what I mean? Right. It's within the family and stuff like that. It's you know what I mean? It's it it so different. It, it it songs mean different things to different people and different contexts and stuff like that. I think that's a really interesting message too. Well, it it seems like when when Hector sings it. The, the, in the flashback to Coco, yeah. it, it, for him, it's more of like, yeah, I'm leaving, mm-hmm. but remember me, right. kind of thing. Oh, when De-, De La Cruz sings it, it's like, remember me, I'm, I'm the guy you love, mm-hmm. right? Thing. And then when Co- when uh, Miguel, Miguel sings it at the very end, it is the it, it is a different sort of yes. of like context and how he's singing it. To yeah, Coco. it's like great 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 grandson to his uh, to his uh, to his grandmother. He's also not only saying remember your your father and stuff like that, but also he knows his. Great great grandma is not going to live very much longer, so he's also sending her off to the next the next world through that song as well, and saying to her, "Hey, remember me, your great great grandson, stuff like that." Yeah. You know what I mean, it's all so yeah. So the how songs how songs affect people and stuff like that is also another message of this movie. And it's, it's almost it's, like an Alzheimer's good. thing too, because clearly yeah. she's like she's old age, it's kind of yeah. like Alzheimer's, and this kind of like triggered her memory and all that yeah. stuff. So yeah, and, yeah, I had to give. The anime is a little bit credit. I noticed them having like the 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 great great grandma has like little chin hair and stuff like that. They don't right. try to make it all cartoony and stylized. They have like, a little. They show her age and stuff like that, and it's it's really impressive. Yeah, yeah, it, it is impressive. I think I think the only criticism uh, thing I can think about. Well, there's a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, first off, the dog was the dog a spirit the whole time? Yes, I believe so. Let's just say yes. If, I'm, I'm gonna have to yeah. say yes too because yeah. it, it, if it wasn't, that doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. <laughs> How is the dog was able to follow Miguel to the afterworld unless he was already a spirit? And also, no, maybe I think uh, Pixar and Disney might want to communicate a little bit more because it's a second uh, a sidekick that's a dumb that's a dumb butt, you know, back to back. Oh, you know, that's this, true. That's this true. is the chicken and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And no. also, okay, okay. Go ahead. my my biggest criticism is. It might. I'm, I'm, it's a minor critique. And stuff. The only downside I have with this movie is I didn't think Miguel was very compelling. You know what I mean? Oh, like, you know? Yeah, I don't think, especially when we when you compare it to some of the other 
uh, heroes and heroines in recent uh, uh, Disney and Pixar movies. I don't think he's as good as like Moana from last year. You know what I mean? Okay, I can I can yeah. agree with that. Sure. Yeah, it's not. It's just not as. He's a little bit more generic. What you're yeah, saying. it's a little bit more generic. Yeah. He, to me, I don't like a character that's kind of uh, selfish. You know what I mean? A lot of you know what I mean? Because in the movie, he actually went back to the uh, the real world. You know what I mean? The land of the living. You know when his, right, his right. grandma sent him back, and then he selfishly kind of went back. I understand he's passionate about music, and that's important. But it's more relatable, though. Yeah, I, th- I think so, kids of today could relate with Miguel more than they could with Moana. Yeah. But I, I, I like my heroes and her- heroines a little bit, uh, uh, a little less uh, selfish and and a little bit more complex. You know what I mean? He's actually he's kind of Miguel's just a little vanilla. It's not very. But it's a character art, Jamie. It's yeah. a character art. Yeah. It's the hero's journey. <laughs> yeah, and also him and the relationship between him and. His, Hector? Hector, it's a little sticky at some points. You know what I mean? A lot of it's like playing for laughs. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's not, you know, and I feel like, especially in like the middle part of the movie, a lot of it's just kind of play for laughs because it seems like they're kind of, there's not much in the middle. You know what I mean? A, a, and a lot of camp, like they, they have a whole sequence with when they meet Frida, Frida, the, the favorite Carlo? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, I think they ran out of plot, you know what I mean? A little bit or something like that. You know what I mean? So. Those are just like minor criticisms, and also I just want to mention this, the the bit, uh, the strength of the movie. The, the thing I mentioned at the end where they sing "Remember Me" at the end, it's it's a devastating scene. But it's a scene you it's a scene you see a mile away. Once Hector sings "Remember Me" to Miguel, I hundred percent knew that's what Miguel's gonna do when he gets back to the land of living. That's exactly what he's gonna sing to his great great grandmother to jog her memory. Wait, Hector sang "Remember Me" to Miguel or Coco? Are you referring to? Uh, to Miguel. No, he 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 sang it to um, Coco, but he told Hec- uh, Miguel about it. You right, know? but he wasn't yeah. singing it to Miguel. Yeah, not to him. Yeah, but yeah, you okay, know, okay, okay, yeah. but he's singing the song. Uh, you know, because uh, you know, he because he wouldn't because he he, yeah. he wrote the song specifically for Coco. Right, exactly. But I knew once uh, uh Miguel knew about the song and then uh, Hector sang it to Coco and stuff. Right, he was gonna go back to the yeah. land. Of course, he's gonna sing that. You can my my point is you can see that a yes. mile away. But but, I, but that was intentional though. Yeah, that was intentional. Exactly. But the thing is, doesn't matter though. Once that scene unfolds with his grandmother, it's a devastating scene, man. It's just yeah. like I said, everybody in the theater cries at that scene and stuff. It's it's a beautiful moment. No, I I agree. I agree. Because the other criticism for the movie will be its standard Pixar plot progression. Mm-hmm. Like every everything kind of is kind of laid out the same way, like many of the other Pixar movies. Yeah, uh, character who feels uh, separate from from their immediate family or whatever, yeah. who goes on a selfish journey for for selfish reasons, yeah. but then ends up learning that 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 they, they need to actually go with their family. Mm-hmm. And there's always the side character, which is in in the case of Hector, mm-hmm. was the, the emotional uh, sure. anchor mm-hmm. for for all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So and then and then there's always a, a reveal at the end. Heck, they did it with spoilers for Moana. They did it for Moana. Yeah. You know, the, the main villain, quote unquote villain, wasn't the villain at all. Yeah. You know, so and while this one was that the main the main uh, granddad was actually the villain. So they mm-hmm. did they did it's like there's a very obvious plot progression from sure. the Pixar movie, mm-hmm. but as we always say, it's not about whether it's been done before, it's how well it's done yeah, now. Yeah, it? Yeah. And it's done pretty well here. It's just, it's just really, really solid movie. It's something uh, families can go and see and stuff like that. It's good times. Yeah. It is. It is good times. It's good times. I, I like, I like the, uh, the, the, the two families, the, the mm-hmm. dead one. Well, the, 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 the living one was just kind of there. Yeah. But uh, although the, the, the grandma, the, not the great, not the great grandma, but the grandma was kind of right. was was pretty funny. Yeah, she's pretty good. You know, yeah, no music, no music. Yeah, she throws a shoe at the dog, but then she, they keep walking, and she's you know what? Go back and get my shoe and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a really good joke and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it 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 has it has the the humor of what did you find in Pixar, and it has the dramatic emotional core that you mm-hmm. find a lot in Pixar. Um, 
I don't know how people will explain. Like I said, I I alluded to the whole Catholic thing, but mm-hmm. how would some parents explain the afterworld of of this culture to people, kids who aren't familiar with that at all? I don't think that's a real issue. I mean, I uh, I saw it with my nephew. I, he didn't ask any questions about like how the afterlife works and stuff like that. It, it's just to me. I mean, to him, I think he is the very generic kind of sense of, of the afterlife and stuff like that. You know, I mean, he doesn't didn't really pick up on the nuances about culture and stuff like that. I mean, Nuance. Just, the yeah. afterlife is real. Is pretty much Earth. 2.0. Yeah, because basically. I mean, there's yeah. there's still a caste system. I mean, you have poor people in afterworld, and you have rich people in the afterworld. People, it seems a little much. Yeah, the families that that, that don't have pictures or don't put anything up. I guess those people in the afterlife are just kind of stuck there and stuff like that. You know? What I mean? Yeah, it, it's kind of like forgets. It's an afterworld that I don't want to believe in because it seems it seems very much yeah. like well, dying is just as bad as living. In, yeah, at but point. to me, I don't. Yeah, I don't. It's just it's just a movie. You know what I mean? It, 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 as long as the world makes sense for for what they made it. You know, to be honest, it's fine. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, the I world think, building. Like, yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. As long as because as long as the internal logic that the movie presents doesn't, they don't f around with it. They don't kind of kind of break it and stuff like that. It's fine. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't carry it out to me in, into my real world and stuff like that. To me, anyway, it's a good movie though. I like it a lot. It's a really good movie. I, yeah. I, I definitely loved it. Um, it. It seemed like I think we mentioned you mentioned about the whole crying thing. Mm-hmm. And to be to to full disclosure, I also did cry. Of course, because it was know, sensitive people. Yeah, and, and, and Josephine isn't in this episode, but but she, I think she didn't really say it by words, but mm-hmm. she was kind of like uh, dot 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 yeah. in her response to the text. That, how that, that, could, that how, what that kind of heartless it. animal does <laughs> a monster does not cry at the end of it when when Miguel sings to Coco? You know what I mean? It's devastating scene, and it's completely earned and stuff like that. It's it's not like one of those things that you can just randomly just popped up and stuff like that. It's not manipulative. It's 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 you, the the movie progresses to that point. Like I said, it's telegraphed a mile away, but still, when it gets there, it gets there, man. It's 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 it's, it's really moving and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Of course, it is convenient that the the great great grandmother wraps up everything when when she hears a song. She pulls out the journal and all the pictures, and right, you know right. I mean? that's a little convenient. But you know, hey, hey, man. But like you yeah. said, it was it was foreshadowed. We kind of expected that to happen. Yeah, you figured she would have pictures somewhere around, right? Right. But it, it, it's, it's nice that she had it right next to her. You know, she didn't have to go. Hey, don't we'll be sharing. I put it under my bed. Hey, it's her, yeah, it's, it's her room. It's her room. It's believable. Oh, thank God she was sitting right there at the exact moment when he came in to play the uh, song and stuff like that. And it, it wasn't like you know put it, put away in the closet or anything like that. Oh, thank God. Yeah, what's a good movie. It is a good movie. It, I I honestly think it is one of Pixar's greats. I mean, mainly we just said they have nineteen movies, and so it's only that kind of well, like a library to well, choose from. If, if only we had some sort of top ten list we're gonna make, and then we can yeah. make these Pixar movies and stuff like that. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. And that note. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait. wait what? One ahead. more thing. Should we talk about uh the the movie that that played before the movie, <laughs> the, movie the saga, the the Godfather two that played in front of uh, uh Coco? Well, you know. Um, I guess we should. I didn't want to mention it at all because it really ate up a lot of our time when yeah. we were watching Coco. So Holy I, cow. I didn't I didn't want to have it eat up this time when we're talking about Coco. Lord, Lord, did it have to be 20 minutes? What what's with uh, what's with uh, Frozen? So apparently I think this, I call Frozen 2 Frozen 3 now because we I think I saw Frozen 2. So so the reason why it's 21 minutes, I think it was 21 minutes when yeah. I said it was because it was supposed to go to TV. Right. It was originally supposed to release in TV, like this Disney family or not, well, freeform or Disney sure. Channel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, they decided to like, yeah, you know what? Let's release it to the movies. Let's not do that. That's a bad decision. First of all, it was boring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Number one, it wasn't that interesting. The songs were really wasn't that good. Yeah, the we animation's were, good though. We were I not like the target audience for that. I mean, I I don't hate Frozen. I mean, I liked it a lot, but but I didn't need to see this. It was kind of like 
it was fluff. It was complete yeah. fluff yeah. that I would I could have easily just ignored if it was airing in the Disney Channel. And I'll say this though, my nephew is a fan of Frozen, and uh-huh. then he saw the the, I think it's the Olaf sequel. Adventure. Yeah, Olaf Adventure, or or, or uh, not that big a sequel. It's technically a short film. Sure, of course. It is. Yeah. yeah, Frozen one point one point five is more like it. And stuff like well, one point seven because there was oh, already a one point five. Holy mackerel, this thing's <laughs> long. So even my my nephews have said to me like fifteen minutes into it, she's, he says, "Hey, are we watching Coco?" What 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 happened to Coco? Yeah. He got really confused. Yeah, no, seriously, ten minutes through, I'm like, I'm like, what? This is a really long short. Yeah, like there's an actual third act to this. Wait, how, Holy mackerel! What the heck's going it's on? The whole story arc, man. <laughs> Holy mackerel! Just get the tr- just get the Christmas tradition. Get the heck out of here, man. What's going on here? I was like, they're gonna play another every every time a song gets prompt, it gets you're about to start. I'm like, oh, another song? Yeah, another song? Wait, another song? She's gonna sing again? Holy cow! It, it it was really odd. I mean, uh, from my experience, okay, I we I, I mean, I saw Coco literally yesterday and Sunday, right? So it's been out five days in advance already, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, though, is that some theaters actually had a sign outside that would say, like, like the advice, uh, yeah. Frozen All Out Adventure will play right before Coco, and it's twenty one you know? minutes. So long. I think the and I was like, why would they even mention that? Yeah. Like, isn't that what's is that irrelevant to mention? I guess it's relevant yeah. because some families are going into the movie and go, hey. Uh, Where's uh, I yeah. paid for Coco? What's this frozen thing? I can imagine. You know? yeah. So this this a sign is supposed to tell them, don't worry, yeah. you're still watching Coco. Yeah. We just gotta put up with this, you know. And then uh, I believe in Mexico because they released Coco in advance over there. Mm-hmm. Um, after two days, they took it off before the Coco. Oh yeah, like there was enough complaints in Mexico that they went ahead and took it off from the Mexican release. Yeah, because it bumps up the running time from one thirty, which is what Coco is, right, to about, you know, one fifty plus trailers. That's two hours right there, yeah. man. It's like, come on. Somebody said it was like, you were, you were going like 40 minutes before you even get to see Coco. Right. It's, it's too much, man. It's just too long. And, it's not, and also, if the movie was kind of good, I'm calling it a movie. If the movie is kind of good, people won't complain that much. But it's not, it's just menanders. Yeah, just, yeah. It was like, it was like yeah. throwaway fluff. Yeah, it's like it's not very good. Yeah, it, it, uh, this is definitely probably the last time Disney's going to decide to pull a twenty-one minute short. And also, quote, keep unquote, in mind, short before speaking of uh, Pixar, you're 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 competing against your own legacy. The legacy of these. I mean, we're nineteen movies into these Pixar movies, and everybody knows the 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 short film in front of the Pixar movies are like five minutes. You yeah, know what I mean, Come exactly. On. Come yeah. on, man. And I think this also doesn't give Frozen uh, any credit because. Now people are like, do we really want to see a Frozen 2 now? After this debacle? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and also, after like so many years, I finally saw the uh, Frozen with my nephew. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. It's all right. It's passable, right? It's entertaining for its own, yeah. for what it is. But but the, the the whole craze around it seems a little overblown. Yeah, it's... It, it, uh, yeah. It's not a bad movie. It's just the fact yeah. that the craze around it is just too much. Yeah, I don't want to review a six-year-old, a four-year-old movie and stuff like that. But, you know... Record Ralph is better. Moana from last year is better. Uh, I can't believe Big Hero Six is not getting a sequel and Frozen's getting a sequel. You know what I mean? That's my that's Big my. Big Hero Six getting a sequel? Huh? Isn't Big Hero Six getting no. a sequel? Not not a theatrical one. So the, the 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 TV series I is pretty she, much the, the sequel. So. Yeah. Okay, we just I'm yes. okay with that actually. Yeah. I saw the, I saw the first two episodes and I liked it. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, and, yeah uh, but I thought Frozen. It's just it's just okay. It's fun. The only thing the only thing I want Frozen Two to do I would like for them to make uh, Anna. The the, the, the which one is the one that with the ice powers? 
Oh, Elsa. Elsa. If they make her gay, that would be. I would. I would actually <laughs> dig that. It'd be very progressive and stuff like that. It would be, but I don't know if Disney would pull that off. At, 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 we talked about this before. At some point, one of these big blockbuster franchises, big kilometers, will have to have a lead character that that's gay, and then you you must start with a princess. You know what I mean? Hey, and, and look, that's so what you said. And look at that. Frozen. Frozen took up took up time from Coco. All right, and that just, note, just like in real life. <laughs> like in real life. This, this, this went on way too long. I apologize. <laughs> All right, and that note. Uh, thanks for listening, Yamane. Where can people find you online? Uh, Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can get my uh, accidental movie reviews, my comic strip, and the other podcast, The Stuff and Junk Show, which we are going to be talking about our that or the top 10 Toy Story, uh, Pixar movies at this point. You're pointing at the clock for some reason. Uh, what time is it right now? What time is it, Ashley? Because that, that thing didn't move. Exactly. That's my point. It's 7.10. It's been like, what, two weeks since the time changed? No, no, because that's the satellite thing. And apparently, it's still going by the old... Anyways, <laughs> it was high. you can send comments to... Uh, we're having fun now. All, all the other stuff you can find at whowhatworksby.com. Now, on that note, uh, you can send comments to whowhatworksby at gmail.com via our Facebook page or through the website. If you want to show your support, just go to whowhatworksby.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at theyaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworksby.com. Now, this this TV season, we've been, we, I've been, we've been talking about how we've been surprised at certain TV shows that we didn't really expect much. Uh, I would say DuckTales is in that list of TV show I didn't expect much, but I grew to really like. Okay. Uh, Tardic Discovery was another one yes. that we, we we had low expectations, but mm-hmm. we grew to really like. Mm-hmm. Um, the Orville, low expectation, we grew to really like. Mm-hmm. And I would toss this out there, Future Man. Okay. Future Man on Hulu, surprisingly, a really fun show. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, so I would recommend you to check it out. All 13 <laughs> episodes are available on Hulu right now. How many have you done? Uh, all of it. Oh, really? You I literally binged it because I was going to watch, I may as well check out one episode. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I know, I was like, oh, I'm like halfway through the series Interesting. Already. All right. Um, it, it starts off just as expect. It's a, it's a, it's a, almost like a parody of the Star, the last Starfighter, Terminator, mm-hmm. Back to the Future, and I think those are the main three ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, it does seem like it's just poopoo fart jokes because it's from the people behind Sausage Party and all mm-hmm. that. But it it goes beyond just that. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, oh, right. oh this is actually a, a pretty... Clever show. Uh, it's serialized. I don't want to really spoil anything. Sure. It has a cult following right now. Yeah. Because the people who have seen it grew to like it. And I would argue that the, the main target audience for the show are Rick and Morty fans. Oh, okay. You know, so if you're a Rick and Morty fans, check out Future Man. I think it's actually much better than, than people are not really talking about it. Is it 30 minutes or an hour? Yeah, well, half hour shows. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. Right. So, so it's really easy to just really binge through it. Yeah, you got to give credit to Hulu. They're having a Pretty good year, I think. Was a uh, handmade 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 tale started this year. Yeah, yeah. This year, yeah. So this year, there's that. That they have uh, future man, and uh, people keep saying Runaways is really really good. Uh, they've released three episodes. I haven't seen them yet. But I, I saw the first two episodes. Oh really? Um, what do you think? It's 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 okay. I I mean oh. I like it. I honestly I think I had more fun with Future Man. Oh really? But 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 right now it's the first two episodes seem like it's just like introduction to the characters, sure. plot introduction, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. it seems. I could. I kind of wish it was a little bit uh, had a faster pace. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's taking its time, and yeah. I mean, I'm interested. It's an interesting plot. It's, it's one hour, right? It's a one hour show, yeah. and I think I think this show would have worked better as a thirty minute show. No, interesting. In fact, after watching Future Man, I kind of want to see more thirty minute shows like yeah. like Future Man or or Rick and Morty. I yeah. think they should consider that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, for my, uh, I've been watching Punisher kind of on off for like in the two weeks that it's been out, and it's, it's good. You know, it's mu- it's an improvement over the last two Netflix uh, shows, which uh, it's better than Iron Fist. 
Uh, I mean, anything's better than Iron Fist. Me getting punched in the face by Iron Fist is better than Iron Fist. And then it's a little <laughs> bit better than Defenders and stuff like that. You okay. know what I mean? It, it, I, I mean, say what you will about... I mean, some people might not like it, not like the Punisher as a character or whatever, but at, at least this series, it does have a vision. You know what I mean? It has a certain tone that it, it hits and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. It, 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 it's, it's, I think it's good. I think it's solid. Okay. I, I'm only five in. It might hit the crapper at some point, but from what I've enjoyed, and there's one big giant plot hole, but for the most part, I enjoy. It. I enjoy the characters. I enjoy the drama of it, and you know, I I, I, I dig it. I really am not in a hurry to watch Punisher. Uh, I do want to see it, but I'm not in a hurry to watch it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, there's so many things I want to watch first. Yeah, over Punisher. So if we are gonna get a review, it probably won't be till next year. Yeah. It may not. It may. I'm gonna even be in the episode just to let you know. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I like it. Like I, said, I like it. But it's not one of those where it's not. It's one of those where I'm not gonna yell at people say you have to watch the Punisher. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. it's fine. It's good. It's solid. It's like, but the thing is, there's so many. We've talked about this before. There's so many things to watch. There's so many things going on. I can I can understand if people might want to skip it or d- delay watching and stuff. And it's always it's Netflix. It's it's always going to be on Netflix. So it's just going to always be there and stuff. So yep. Yeah. And that note. Uh... Give Future Man a chance. Sure. <laughs> actually, I will, actually. All right. Let's, let's watch the first two episodes uh, or, yeah. and then go from there. Yeah, my plan is to kind of finish up Punisher, you know, sporadically over the next few days, then hit then hit up Future Man and then run away. Yeah. Stuff like that. Just, just just, keep in mind for Future Man, it is self-aware. So there are, there are like plot tropes and whatnot that they are purposely embracing. It's not like they're trying to be super serious sure. or they are going to be plot holes, but then... That's the that's the nature of the show. So how just, involved just keep that is in mind. how involved is uh Seth Gordon uh, Seth, Rogan? Seth, Seth Rogan and Adam Go Evan Go. I think it's more like it's a collaboration because mm-hmm. even though we're mentioning Seth Rogan and Adam Goldberg, mm-hmm. they're actually number three and four for the series. It's actually two other guys who are in charge of this. They are the, the real showrunners, right? Of course, yeah. And it seemed like Seth Rogen was the guy who would just like tossing ideas like, oh, maybe you shouldn't do that. Oh, yeah. you maybe you should do yeah, this. Yeah, I was more thinking along the lines of did, did they actually write or directed it? I believe Seth Rogen directed the first episode. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And like I said, the half hour show is so ideal. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This has been another episode of Spoilers, Please. We just part of the Who at Worst Why Network.